Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast, and I'm your host, Clay, and we are talking luck, unluckiness, luckiness, how it all works. Found a study. This is nothing new. Uh, the article is actually from 2017, but super fascinating. And after you read it and after I, I say things, you're probably going to be thinking, oh, well, well yeah, I, I knew that. But it's weird because it's one of those concepts where things hide in plain sight, I feel like. At least for me, they did. As soon as I read them, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, of course. But until I read the article, it didn't really dawn on me that how these things kind of work together to make sense. But if you would consider yourself some, oh, I'm unlucky, or maybe say I am pretty lucky, then both those, like I said, if you're somebody that you would consider yourself lucky, well, then perfect. Keep on doing what you're doing. Maybe you don't even know what you're doing. But that'll be the point of the article. I have a sneaky suspicion that uh, the reason why you're lucky, quote unquote, is because you're doing a lot of these things. But if, if you're somebody that's like, no, Clay, I feel totally unlucky in life. I feel totally unlucky and fill the blank of whatever you're experiencing. Well, then this article is definitely going to help you out and open your eyes to some ways that uh, I think you'll be able to change your luck. So this comes from Business Insider, like I said, from 2017. But it, uh, the title, A Psychologist Explains How Lucky People Differ from Unlucky People. So to pick up here with the article, conventional wisdom states that luck is a matter of chance, similar to rolling a pair of dice. Maybe someone you know seems to snatch up the best job opportunities. Your friend stumbled upon a great idea or an acquaintance manages uh, to maintain a happy relationship. But what is it that makes some people luckier than others? Richard Wiseman, a British psychology professor at the University of Hertfordshire, has been studying how luck plays a role in our lives, and that actually links to the study, uh, but it was it was a very in-depth study. Uh, in other words, I didn't read it all just because I'll take the Cliff Notes version and just go through what that study actually broke down, uh, which is what this article is covering, uh, but yeah, I mean, this was a pretty in-depth, I didn't realize that you could study luck as much as this psychologist did, but apparently you can, and it seems to have worked because, as I said at the start of all this, when I say a lot of these things, you're gonna be saying, well, oh, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. But picking back up here with the article, he wanted to see how chance opportunities come about and their impact on people's lives. He began by examining the difference between self-professed lucky and unlucky people. Wiseman found that lucky people score significantly higher on extroversion, they smile twice as often and engage in more eye contact. So, I mean, let's think about this just from a very, very basic, basic perspective. And I get it, Clay, is this really necessary? Yes, it is. Because there's so many things out there that anybody can do. And the excuse of, well, I don't have that talent set. I'm not skilled enough. No, anybody, if you have muscles in your face, you can smile. It's amazing how just smiling seems to be that first little data point of, yeah, people that smile more seem to be more lucky. Can you, can you make any connections already about how that might be the case, why that might be the case? They smile twice as often and engage in more eye contact. And I'm not trying to insult your intelligence, but again, maybe, maybe why you're not getting job interviews, maybe why around the office or why you know in any sort of social setting you always kind of feel like you're unlucky. I don't know, are you, are you just not smiling at people? Try smiling, try looking at somebody in the eyes while you talk to them. Little things like that go a long way. I mean, think about it. If you were talking to somebody, put yourself in the other person's shoes, and the person 
if you're talking to somebody, like I said, and they're not smiling at you, they're, they're avoiding eye contact, how would you feel towards that person? Now, I'm not saying that person has any ill will towards you, I'm not saying that they're mad at you, but from your perspective, what would you think? Would, you, would your next you know, chain of logic be, wow, this person really cares, this person's really interested? No, your person would be like, okay, well, this person is either clearly not interested, doesn't like me, or they're just a jerk. I mean, any of maybe you're not a jerk. Maybe you're super, super interested. But I mean, again, put yourself in other shoes. <laughs> if 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 you're if you're talking to somebody and they're not smiling or I can't, I mean, what are you supposed to think? Would you ever want to engage? Would you ever would you ever want to pursue anything further with that person? Of course not. So I mean, just think about it. Little things like that. Can you see how connections are being made? Because well, of course that person's lucky. If they make themselves more attractive, if they make themselves more sociable. Well, then why wouldn't they be able to maybe get more opportunities? Because they're actually presenting themselves in a way that says, hey, I, I am interested. I, I would like more opportunities. So, uh, and then I kind of just got a little bit ahead of myself. But Wiseman explains, helps them increase their likelihood of a lucky opportunity because they meet more people, connect better, and maintain relationships. Exactly. If you, like I said, putting all this aside, if all I said, hey, hey listen, this is how you can increase your increase the chances of an opportunity. You just meet more people, you connect with those people better, and you maintain relationships. You would say, hey, thanks Captain Obvious. But isn't that amazing that people that consider themselves lucky actually do those things? And again, how do you do those things? Smile, eye contact. I don't wanna hear excuses. Well, I don't have the, ex- I don't have the, I don't have the means, I don't have the skills, I don't know how to connect with people better and maintain relationships. Yes, you do. You have muscles in your face and eyes where you can smile and then you can tell your eyes, hey, eyes, look at that person's eyes and smile. Look at that. I'm, I'm very confident that you can do that and here we are having a, those little things lead to quote unquote luck because well, of course, they're just making you a, a more attractive person in the sense of they help you meet more people, you connect better and you maintain relationships. Unlucky people, on the other hand, scored twice as high on neurotism. To see how anxiety affected people, subjects were asked to watch a moving dot in the center of a computer screen as large dots unexpectedly flash at the edges of the screen. Almost all participants noticed these dots. To increase anxiousness, the experiment was repeated with another group who were offered a financial financial reward to focus on the center dot. More than a third missed the large dots on the edge of that, uh, on the edge of the screen that popped up. So what it's saying here is, while anxiety helps us focus on a task, it also blinds us to other opportunities. As a result, unlucky unlucky people miss out on prospects because they're too busy worrying about one thing. They develop tunnel vision in their career, missing viable job opportunities, or they might talk to a a few select people at a social gathering and lose out on meeting other interesting people. Lucky people, on the other hand, are open to new experiences. They're more willing to talk to new people, travel to new places, and try new things. And this is a, a cruel irony out there because yes, you do wanna be focused. You wanna be focused on a task, you wanna be focused on some sort of goal. However, there's that fine line between too focused and as this uh, you know, points out, when you're too focused, you can miss out on other things. 
So maybe that's why you're, you're unlucky. Are, are, unlucky. Are, are you feeling super, super worried? Are you super, super anxious about something? But then this anxiousness is causing you to put all your attention on this one thing when actually if you just kind of step back a little bit, open up yourself to, I don't know, maybe look around. Perhaps there's something that's, again, hiding in plain sight that could actually help you out with whatever task you're so focused on and so anxious about. But I found that very fascinating because, I mean, it's, it's definitely a two-edged sword. You wanna be focused, but you don't wanna be too focused. And the reason you don't you don't wanna be too focused and the reason why there is a such thing as being, hey, whoa, whoa, you're too focused is because of this very attribute right here. You can just miss things that could actually help you out even more because you just have what they say, you know, tunnel vision. So you gotta be very careful with that. Now, the next part here is just the, the subheader is a lucky attitude towards life. Wiseman conducted another experiment. This time he gave people a newspaper and asked them to count the number of photographs inside. Unlucky people took about two minutes to count the photographs. Lucky people took seconds. On the second page, there was a large message that read, stop counting. There are 43 photographs in this newspaper. Unlucky people tended to miss the message while lucky people spotted it right away. The self-professed lucky people were simply more observant. So this, this I feel like this kind of confirms that what we just talked about, right? If you get too tunnel vision, if you get too focused, if you're all anxious, oh, oh, okay, I, I gotta count the number of photographs. I mean, right in plain sight, there was a message that said, hey, stop counting. There are 43 photographs in this newspaper. But when you get tunnel vision, you're not gonna be as observant, right? So, I mean, I thought that was a very, very solid experiment to kind of just compound the fact of how being too focused is actually harmful. I mean, you wanna be focused, right? You wanna do the task, you wanna be focused on the task, but do it in an observant way. Don't get too tunnel vision. Lucky people are also optimistic. They have positive expectations which lead to self-fulfilling prophecies. Even if things take a turn for the worse, they can spot the good in a situation. Unlucky people might see the same situation and only point out the negatives. Not only do positive expectations help people become happier, but they can also help us make the most of difficult situations. This is something I need to improve with. I fully admit I'm one of those people that something happens and I'm just like, and I go through all the negative things. Now, in my defense a little bit, I like to go through the negative things because when you locate the negative things, then you can start to work and fix on the negative things. But I will also admit uh, and acknowledge that, yeah, sometimes if all you're doing is focusing on the negative things, it can create more tension, more stress, more drama than what needs to actually be there. So again, one of those fine lines, and this helps me to just realize, yeah, Clay, this is something where, be a little bit more optimistic. Now, I, I, I look at it as, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting too optimistic by addressing all the pessimistic stuff first and fixing it. But yeah, sometimes do you really need to focus on every little pessimistic thing? No, it, it's okay to, to introduce some more optimism you know, in the process. But you know, that's something that, like I said, I definitely need to work on. And the next subheader here, how to increase your luck. To see if unlucky people could turn their luck around, Weissman enrolled his participants in his quote-unquote luck school, where he put people through a series of exercises to increase their luck. Their results were astonishing. After one month of enrollment, 80% of people reported themselves as happier, more satisfied with their lives, and most importantly, luckier. The lucky ones became luckier, and the unlucky, and the unlucky turned lucky. They had been taught how to spot 
good opportunities, have a past positive outlook, and to make better decisions. To increase your luck, you can practice what the quote-unquote luck school participants did. Keep an open mind and a pair of eyes. Worrying about obtaining a goal endlessly can unwarrantly close you off to other possibilities. Having an open attitude and looking around for new opportunities can open up you to lucky chances. So it just goes back to that whole tunnel vision thing. Don't have tunnel vision. Second bullet point here, second thing you can do in the, the luck school. Look on the positive side. Focusing only on the negatives dampens your spirits and future expectations. When you go from complaining about scraping your knee to being grateful that it wasn't any worse, it becomes easier to try new things. And that's something that I think I've become better at. But yeah, you can look at a scrape in your knee as, oh, I can't believe that happened. Oh, that hurts. Oh, you know, woe is me. Every little negative aspect. Or I love it. Or you can say, wow, I could have lost my entire leg. So scrape knee versus losing your entire leg. All right, well, yeah, that definitely does make things a little bit easier to look on the positive side. And then the third thing here, do something out of the ordinary this week. Routines can lead to ruts. Whether it's talking to the same people, eating the same food, or doing the same type of work, stepping outside of your boundary increases the likelihood of a lucky break. And I will say, uh, and, and not, to, not to brag or just talk about me, 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 but from personal experience, that is something that has helped me vastly over the years. One thing, doing these, these podcasts. In my other business, I do a podcast where I, I you know, talk with other people. And I, I, I've done it a, a few times on this podcast too. But what I'm, I'm getting at here is I'm a very shy person by nature. You know, I, I, I was scared of girls. and I'm probably still scared of girls. I mean, I'm married now. And the good irony there is now I have three daughters. But I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a total social butterfly by any stretch. I am shy. But stepping out of my, you know, routine, stepping out of what I feel comfortable with with the podcast is one thing has opened up so many different angles of more opportunity. Or in other words, I got lucky. Whoa, I, I can't believe that this has opened up. Wow, what a lucky break. Well, Clay, technically speaking, if you had never stepped outside of your, you know, your your comfort zone by, you know, doing the podcast, meeting new people, creating new relationships, well then yeah, that that quote unquote lucky break wouldn't have happened. But because you did do it, it did happen. So are you really lucky or did you just kind of create your own luck, right? So I mean, I would encourage you, if you don't if you don't feel comfortable doing something, do it, please. That could all of a sudden turn you lucky because you never know what might happen. And that's where you need to be optimistic. Yes, I'm, I can be very pessimistic. Yes, I can work on that. But I've also to the point where, you know what? I'm kind of an opportunistic person. I'm thinking, you know what? If I try that, if I just, oh man, I really have to do a podcast where I talk to strangers that I've never really met and that, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to strike up a conversation with them in public that everybody's gonna be able to listen to. Oh man, that is freaking scary. I mean, at least if I do this in private and it's a total failure, it's not gonna be publicly broadcasted, but this, oh, and I did it. And like I said, I've gotten very lucky from there because there have been that many more opportunities that have come about. So if you if you're feeling that, you know, if, you're, if your armpits start to sweat or, you know, you, you just got, you get some sweat on the brow or your, your hands start to shake or you're feeling nervous, you're feeling stressed out, oh, do that? Never. Do those things. That's what you want to do. That can really open up your horizons in a very big way. And like I said, this is me speaking from personal experience. And then to finish up the article here, 
Many often attribute other people's fortunes to good luck, while their own misfortunes are the result of bad luck. It's true that some people are born with advantages or events happen to us that are outside of our control, but you can always do something to build upon what you have. When you open yourself to new places, practice gratitude, and step outside your routine, you might find yourself getting lucky. And I'm adding this into the article, but really, when he says you can do something to build upon what you have, when you open yourself to new places, practice gratitude, smile, eye contact. Here's another one that can create all kinds of luck, all kinds. And as sad as it is, apparently in this day and age, if you do this one thing, you will become lucky. Show up on time. Just show up, be on time. Do something on the day that you say you're gonna do it. Meet a timeline. I promise you, I will guarantee that especially in the world, it seems like of the trades and skill, you know, and, and you know, contractors and all that sort of stuff. If you say, yeah, I'll be there on that date at that time, and not only did you show up on time, do this and you'll get even luckier. Show up a little early. Now, you don't wanna be obnoxiously early, but just a little early. That will turn, I promise you, you will, you will get so lucky. It'll be amazing how showing up slightly early, smiling, Eye contact will put you so far ahead in life. And if you and do listen to this, if you do this, and I get it, I'm, I, it seems like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm really not. I've heard so much of this stuff now, and it's such a way. If you show up, and you know you haven't been boozing up the night before, or you know doing some sort of drug, or, or doing whatever, you just show up with a clear mind. You you get a, a, a good night's rest. Oh my goodness, you are, you will be amazed at how lucky you get. Show up with a clear mind. Don't be out late partying. Don't be out late doing drugs, doing stupid stuff. Show up a little early, which will be easier because again, when you're clear of mind, when you haven't been boozing it up, it's not hard to show up on time or slightly early. Smile, make eye contact. You do those four things, I guarantee you, you're gonna start to be luckier in life. And there's no doubt about it. I will make that guarantee all day long. So get out there. Become lucky, maybe you're already lucky. Maybe you can help become even luckier because you you kind of have this some other little strategies that you can use. But this is stuff that anybody can do. No skills, no college degrees needed, nothing like that. You can make it happen. So yeah, get out there and make it happen. Either turn yourself lucky or just get that much luckier. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the slab money method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, 
moneywithclay.com, and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works. It truly does, and I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one-year money-back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.